Welcome to the Redleaf Retrocast. It's episode 54. It's retro, gra- retro graming time. I've been really tongue-tied lately. It's hard. It's hard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm talking to too many infogrames people. Or seeing too much yeah, infogrames Yeah, maybe. Stuff. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so I did get a lot of uh, DMs and messages about our Final Fantasy cast. A lot of positive feedback, and then of course... Uh, apologizing for the audio. They were wondering why it was so weird in the last episode. So How so? There was there were five of us, and a couple of us had horrid audio issues. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, it happens. Not everything goes perfectly, but the positive feedback was, was nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So we're here to talk party games and the PS5. A uh, little reveal that they had recently. Yeah. What what screams back to school and Halloween more than party games, right? Ah, it's so timely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's spooky month, October. Doesn't seem like we're going to do a horror games episode this year. Is anybody uh, watching some horror movies, playing some spooky games, doing anything of the sorts? I'm playing Minecraft with the RL Craft mod on which makes it extremely hard and scary hours of gameplay and progress just disappear in an instant well no you don't really get hours you die a lot (laughs) minutes there's things that kill you in one hit (laughs) everywhere you go it's fun i take it you've been on a big (laughs) minecraft take nah just the last couple days days. uh my friend got me into it he's like check this mod out so i was like fine and then you die and die. And it doesn't care where you spawn. So I spawn underwater a lot. Oh, jeez. And then there's sirens that carry you away and kill you. And giant monsters that eat you. So it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like strange ways to just die in Minecraft. Yep. Especially since if you mine coal, there's a chance that a giant rock monster spawns. And if he spawns above you, he falls on you and kills you. Oh. So it's fun. You, you know, do you nickname him Golem or Geodude? <laughs> His name is something with Geo, but I don't pay be. attention because he kills me, and then I run back and kill him. Well, good. Revenge is a dish best served warm. <laughs> but they also made it harder to do the normal Minecraft stuff. You can't just punch a tree to get wood. You have to do so many different things to get up to getting wood. Well, how about that? So, it's 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 a hard hard mod. What else you been playing? I played a little bit of Final Fantasy IX, actually. Hey, seems uh, we're all playing that game right now. Yes. I think I got through Act 1. So, not too far into it, but... Well, what'd you think, it's Joey? my interest. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's going to get better, but I just don't like the beginning. It just feels like a long tutorial. Oh, thank you. You're on the same page as me, then. <laughs> so, I, I think I got to the point where it's no longer going to be that, and it's going to be more enjoyable, but I had to take a break after completing it. Sure. How long did that take you, by the way? Uh, a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Well, Colin, you have a Final Fantasy IX fiasco that occurred. You were quite quite upset about it. You were yeah. in a in a tit in a in a uh, a tizzy hissy fit a tizzy a tizzy fit. Hi. Mm-hmm. A titular was... meltdown, if you will. Ha. Yeah, I was trying to. Trying to back up my Final Fantasy IX save onto another memory card because I was having a bit of trouble with disc two. I was so mm. close to the end. There's a bit where it fades away from a cutscene of Kuja and then it doesn't fade back into the game. It's just blank screen the whole time. So thought maybe if I backed up my files onto another memory card and then used that one, it might stop doing that. But suddenly, in the in the configuration menu, the my PS2, which I was playing it on, suddenly tells me card unformatted format, and I formatted it, and there went my Why save files. Why would you files. format it? <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe it wouldn't work anymore if I didn't. But bad, big mistake. Big fucking mistake. That's twenty. Yeah, when you format something, it auto deletes everything. <laughs> I didn't know that, and now I do, but it's too late. That's twenty three hours of progress down the drain. Well, it sounds like it's your fault now. <laughs> Joey, you're the computer guy. Colin's fault? Probably everyone's fault. I mean, who needs to format something that's already been formatted? That's probably PlayStation. Oh. But then also your fault for doing it. <laughs> I'm going to fault Square because their game wouldn't play past a certain point for me. Should get a better disc then. Yep, probably their fault too. <laughs> I've got the greatest hits disc. It should mm, be the best shame. type. Don't you know collecting, you can't have greatest hits? It has to be the original only? Huh. It's such a shame. I've been uh, picking away at Final Fantasy VI still. Uh, but I was really trying to get through the second act in Final Fantasy IX. So I'm just picking away at those. Not much else to report there on that end. Mm. Um, yeah, I've been really trying hard to finish Link's Awakening uh, remake for the modern game cast and super not motivated to finish Gears 5 for the same reason. Gears 5, I had high hopes at first. I have spoken on this podcast that I liked it, and then it's, uh, let's just say it's more Halo than Gears 5. Ah, too bad. Which is, yeah, it's more Halo than Gears. It's, uh, yeah. So on the Modern Gamecast, me and myself and Jay will, uh, will be discussing our disappointment in Gears 5, unfortunately. But I'll Mm. also say what I liked about it. Other than that... Uh, PS PlayStation had a PSVR anniversary sale. They do it every year. And uh, I finally got to pick up some VR games um, at heavy discounts that I've wanted to get for a while. Like the Solus Project. It's a nice little spacey-type sci-fi adventure game. It's one of the longer ones. Uh, it was like $8. And I've just been immersed heavily. It's one of the one of the better experiences I've, I've played. It's definitely a top... I... I <laughs> I never see on forum sites or any of the PSVR like YouTube people. Rarely do they talk about the Souls Project, and I think that's kind of unappreciated. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, definitely go check that out. I really got 
make like a top 10, top 20, whatever PlayStation VR list of the games I've played. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I've been yeah, I've been getting hit up on Twitter uh, quite a bit to to make one of those. So um, perhaps I'll do one for the modern game cast at year's end, kind of a what was a PSVR three four years out now, something like that. Maybe. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, Borderlands Two VR is still way better than Borderlands Three. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, made no progress in Celeste. The game is hard as shit. Turns out, turns I've... out, Colin. Yes. I have to get all those secret things in order to unlock the DLC shit. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed that. There's a certain point where you have to have a certain amount of crystal hearts. Oh, devastating. So you gotta, I think you got to play some of the B-sides. Yeah, I was I was just I was quite hurt upon that discovery cuz I had pl- I, w- I had played some of the DLC at um the video game shop I go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I you know, I half hour hour here or there. So I'm like, "Oh fuck, I got to play this when I get home. Get on. You need more of those crystals." Shit. Mm. I'm like, where do I start? No idea. <laughs> it's preparing you for the utterly punishing stuff later. Believe me, I'm uh, two-thirds in, and it's quite, quite challenging. Boy, you want to talk about New Game Plus? That is kicking the hell out of me. Got mm. nowhere. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Well, anyways. I've, I've been playing a couple more games besides Final Fantasy IX. Do tell. I'm still playing more Odin Sphere Life Thrazer. It's You're getting better at pronouncing that. <laughs> I mean Life Thrazer. That's better. <laughs> Joey, do you approve? Yes, okay. that sounded better. <laughs> you live another day, Colin. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> anyway, I uh I finished well. Actually, no, I still haven't finished the newest section, which is the Black Swordsman section. Still, it's proving more challenging than the previous ones. Even with the Berserk mode you get. But the Black Swordsman gets a Berserk mode? You don't say. <laughs> yeah, he just turned into some kind of evil, red-eyed ghost ghost specter thing who can move really really fucking fast <laughs> are you sure not are you sure you're not playing a better version of the actual berserk game from the anime <laughs> <laughs> uh, his sword's not twice the size of his body so no ah uh, okay pussy shit i got it <laughs> wait it's a normal sized sword what 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 game are you playing <laughs> pussy shit that's what is i that said e- is that even a game <laughs> you know what it's not a game at least it's not right, Jap- Joey. That is, it's not a Japanese game. <laughs> well, so go on. And then I've, I've also, I finished playing Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. You finished that piece of shit. It's not a piece of shit. It's just not particularly interesting as JRPGs go. Oh, Jesus. Well, it's not bad. It's just boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it was just good enough that I wanted to finish it. And, I mean, I still have a lot of the same complaints, but at the same time, I've had other realizations. Like, well, well, near the end of the game is when things finally 
kick into gear as far as like an actual overall plot is concerned like just like discovery of this secret villainous organization that one of the main characters has a connection to and then it's just major hook into the the sequel because there's three of them and it feels like a lot of the dialogue in this game was written more to preempt potential plot holes rather than show characters interacting. Because I've said before, they're very long-winded dialogue exchanges and they, they just... They can be pretty tedious, but it's... Well, they're trying to fill in a lot of plot holes. It's like... Every time I see one of these interactions, I can just ex I can just see the developers looking at the cameras saying, "See, we addressed the plot hole. Happy now." <laughs> Wonder just looking at YouTube nitpickers <laughs> and saying that. But why don't they just make a plot that makes sense? <laughs> Thing they don't the, need to go on 20-minute tangents of trying to fill everything in. Where's the fun in that? Ah, right. You know, Joey. <laughs> You're a wise man today, I must say. <laughs> Why would you make a game that's cohesive, makes sense, has a good story, when you could just make a bad story game and have everyone complain about it and get more people to play it? Ah, well, okay. I mean, hell, we're talking about it right now, so they must have been done something right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and I finally got the soundtrack for for a hat in time. It was on. Oh, I how'd you manage to pull that off? It was on iTunes. I thought that had been shut down already. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Was... Who knew? Yeah, I'm quite excited for the uh, the end of the month here. Um, mostly because the medieval HD remake comes out. Oh yeah. Uh, a game called the Outer Outer Worlds comes out hmm. um, both on october 25th and then luigi's mansion 3 comes out at the end of the month so nice. yeah that's my spooky spooky game stuff that i'll <laughs> be getting at the end of the month yeah the only spooky game i want to get is doom eternal <laughs> but that comes oh, that out was, in november well that was delayed again wasn't it was it i haven't heard about that i thought i read about that that means you're that. a doom fan aren't you I haven't played Doom forever. I haven't played any of the new ones. Oh, okay. Aww. I like the old school ones. You're missing out, man. I mean, I've heard good things. I just haven't picked it up yet. Well, you can definitely get um the Doom. Uh, what is it? Well, it's just called Doom, isn't it? The new, the the newest one. No, it's Doom Eternal, and then before that, yeah, Doom. But everybody. Yeah, calls that's it... what I'm talking about. You can probably get that for the Xbox One pretty damn cheap. Ah, crap. Right Doom Eternal has been delayed to March 20th of next year. Oh, yeah, man. so I, I told you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, well, at least I have Death Stranding to tide me over until then. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, over on the, the modern gaming side, just a little side tangent here, and then we can move on. I've been I've been going through Control. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, the, the, uh, the game from Remedy. And um, I've been streaming it, and my mom's been hanging out with me in, in a chat, and she's just kind of watching it. She's very into the story. It's quite funny. Mm. We, um, Yeah, there's a new segment on the Modern Cast where 
from like the let's play and old person's perspective to put it not nicely <laughs> uh, what they think of the video game and she's really into the story of control she makes fun of me when i die a lot and hmm. uh the next one was Link's awakening so we already recorded that she really enjoyed that one which was quite fun and coming up have luigi's mansion 3 and then death stranding so when we get to death stranding in november oh, that's going to be a trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah so why is he carrying a dead baby around? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> to keep away I the I think I'd be asking the, the same questions, though. Or at least know where the ghosts are. What did you say, Joey? I'd be asking the same questions, too. I have no idea what that game's about. No one does. It, <laughs> it, I, it looks so weird. I don't know. From what I can understand, you are, like, societies have developed far and away from each other, and the idea is to connect them back together, and your job is to do that through, I guess, avoiding this alternate reality coming in, which has kept society apart from each other, and the only way you can track the alternate dimensions is through let's see if I get this right is through these children that are born through dead parents hmm. like the mom what? dies during childbirth so the child then develops this connection to that like dead world Hmm. So, do people just go around killing mothers as they give birth to just to <laughs> get these babies? Huh? I that, think that's right, but yeah, there's a plot hole immediately, isn't it? <laughs> and as Kevin put it, Norman Reedus and his funky fetus. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks of uh, of gaming here. So, moving cool. on. Let me play this drop, and oh, might as well play the Metal Gear Solid one. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> some news I've been waiting for for quite some time. I am the PlayStation fanboy, after all. The PS5 has a release period and some specs that were uh, announced for it. All right. So I've started uh, saving my money already. I expect um, I expect probably a $400 release price. Yeah, Does that sound about right to you guys? You really think it's going to be that cheap? I'm thinking five hundred. Yeah, I was thinking five hundred, think and probably like six to seven hundred for like the the good packages, if you were. Uh, well, five hundred. I think yeah, not the packages, but I think five hundred for like a packing game. Yes, or four eighty, something like that. Uh, I think if they try to go over 500, you'll you'll get what every console in the past has struggled with, where the consumers just can't spend half a grand like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the PS3, I think, launched at 500, did it not? Uh, it, was, it was like 600, I think. 600 was US? It 600? It was 599. It was 600? Okay, then maybe it could be 500 then. 
and the PS4 was 3.99. So maybe they're gonna follow what the PS4 was, but I don't know. Well, that's the, that's my thinking. They're gonna they're gonna keep doing that. They did they knocked it out of the park with the PS4 this generation. Uh, so I feel like they're gonna try a lot of the same strategies to mimic that success again. Just, so specs wise, go on, go on, Colin. I just wonder what games they'll have for it. Probably I think we can assume any remastered. game that comes out in the next year is going to have the uh, HD, or as they would, maybe they'll call it the ray tracing version. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now you can play Death Stranding with ray tracing. You know? Ooh. Yeah, maybe they'll remaster Doom, Doom 2016, and Doom Eternal. Yeah, and anything that comes at the end of a lifespan is usually. Uh, released on both consoles. Uh, yeah. If it's not from, if it's from a third party, that's what they'll they'll they might do. Possibly Last of Us Two. I imagine that. Well, Last of Us Two, Final Fantasy Seven remake. I think those are going to be on both. It's a possibility. Although yeah. wasn't wasn't the PS Five supposed to be also backward compatible? supposedly, uh, in the new release today, it didn't say anything like that. They went into saying ray tracing is enabled by the uh, the GPU, not a software fix. Uh, yeah. So that was something I believe Xbox didn't reveal. They made it seem like it was you were constantly able to update it. So if hmm. that's true, then... Either Xbox was afraid to say that, or the new Xbox is going to have that level fix. Ah, yeah. It's an interesting comparison. I was just kind of mulling over. Uh, the physical games will be shipped on 100 gig optical discs. Holy shit. Fuck me. Damn. This hard drive better be massive. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But it's a solid-state hard drive, and they didn't reveal how big it's going to be. And so, to, Joey, you're the computer whiz, as we've mentioned before. <laughs> Solid-states aren't that big, generally, for cheaper prices, correct? Um, what do you mean, that big for cheaper prices? Like, what, is a, what is a typical size for a solid-state? Like, I got one in my laptop right here, and it's only, like, 200 gigs. Yeah, I mean, most of them, what you're going to get for under 100 bucks would be somewhere around there. Once you go over 100, you start getting closer to a terabyte. Okay, but, so... I mean, I know most people who have them in gaming right now only install the games they're playing on it, and then uninstall it and reinstall stuff, since space is limited and they're still pricey for the higher end. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's a big concern of mine I have. Uh, I don't understand why the games would be so big, but there was, there was one interesting tidbit that I noticed was... Uh, you can install just a game's multiplayer modes while even the single-player campaign another time. So you can install half the game to save hard drive space. So that's interesting. I do like that idea. My question is, if you install... Can you do it the other way around? Can you just install the single-player and leave the multiplayer for later? Maybe. I mean, if you can... I install just the multiplayer and play. no single player then why not yeah makes sense to me it, yeah but they didn't really clear that up i, I wonder because it said well, it says cause... quote just installing the whole thing and then deleting the single player campaign once you've finished it 
So it sounds like to me you have to, no matter what, you have to install the full game, and then you can delete the other half. Nah. Yeah, possibly. You just said that's another option. If you, if you just don't feel like doing it the other way. Yeah, it's 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 a simple concern of mine because then wouldn't that just I, I don't know, if you still have to install the entire game, you would still find yourself struggling with hard drive space. You know, I, I would imagine it's very fairly quick. You get like five, six games in, and then, sure, let's say you have only the single player or multiplayer in those games installed, and then you run out of space because you have to install the entire game first for the sixth game. So you're still finding yourself in the same position we have been since the early PS3 and this PS4 era. Hmm. Well, I'm def I'm definitely interested in the adaptive triggers. Because mm -hmm. they, they activate differently depending on what kind of weapon you're using in the game. Whether it's a bow and arrow, machine gun, crossbow, pistol, rocket launcher. I, I So I was excited for the reveal of the controller upgrade. What I'm less excited about is we've seen what happened with the little HD rumble and the specific triggers with the Switch and the Xbox. What is that? The Super Elite Controller times 60 or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, is it just a novelty to try to expand the experience that a lot of games just won't use it? Mm, it's hard to say. Because the HD rumble is a cool feature in the Switch, and I wish games would use it. It just feels like they, it's 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 not, it's a non-concern, right? Ah, yeah. So if I'm playing, let's say Horizon Zero Dawn two, which I hope is a first-year PS5 release, I'll just throw that out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if you have your different weapons, would Guerrilla Games go through the trouble to? utilize the controller that way and how would third-party controllers function because as i'm seeing with the switch controllers in third party they don't have the hd rumble they're wired uh much cheaper than some games won't work with them would that be the same way you would have to spend this hundred dollars on a controller just to play certain games i mean that's it adds up in in the the price ranges yeah for sure yeah, I don't, I don't know where I would go with that. Just, just depends on what, what the developers decide to do. Yeah, and that's that's a big fear I have is will the developers actually go through with a lot of this? Because as we're finding with the Switch, they're just not. Mm -hmm. So, uh, are there any sequels or expectations you want on release in next year's holiday window? That I don't know. I mean, I mean they can't. I I doubt there's gonna be like another, like a sequel to Doom Eternal happening with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as like release or launch titles are concerned, I'm I'm completely in the dark. I don't know what they're gonna try to do. 
Yeah, because at least one good thing Xbox has done right now is they pretty much have said Halo, the new Halo is going to be their launch title, right? Yeah. Yeah, and um, that's that's their big money maker, their, their, their console pusher. Uh, PlayStation has been very slow about all the news coming out. Uh, no prices, uh, no games. Uh, this one's the controller. I expect the next little reveal is going to be a little bit more on the hardware. <coughs> and then I would expect, hey, this game is going to be a launch title, which would be maybe summer next year. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's talk that it's going to be AMD-based uh, CPU, so there's a little bit in hardware talk, but not much. So what is AMD exactly? They're a competitor to Intel. Okay. I mean, for a while they were, and during the race they caught up, and then they fell on the wayside when all the i-series of Intel came mm-hmm. out, but now the new AMD processors are processors in even some of the C, uh, GPU chips that go with it are getting back up there. They're cheaper than Intel. They're not all the way up at the high end of Intel, but they're good enough for most gaming experiences. So maybe that's an idea where, yes, it's ray tracing. They're going with the AMD, and that could bring down the price point of the console because they're using uh, those cheaper options. Yeah, because I think Intel released an i9, which is ridiculously expensive, and the new AMD chips are about middle-of-the-road price compared to the i i series. So you can get the high-end AMD for the middle-of-the-road price of an i series. Huh. How about that? So, <clears throat> do we do we care about the whole ray tracing aspect of gaming right now? Because to me, I'll let you guys speak and then I'll say my piece. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, doesn't it's not something I particularly focused on. I mean, I like I like games with really good lighting effects, but it's not something I <clears throat> really go out of my way to look for. Yeah, it's it's nice to have, but I mean, if it hurts any of the play i don't really want it like i don't have it on minecraft i'm not running it i still have blockiness because i don't want to deal with hd visuals if it slows my game down (laughs) (laughs) Uh, gotta get that 4k minecraft going come on (laughs) hey you actually can and it looks gorgeous but i just don't want to play with it (laughs) uh i don't know uh I'm kind of with you on that on that boat, Joey. Like, I just want a fun game at the end of the day. Uh, the the better, like, okay, take Red Dead Redemption Two for example. It's one of the best looking games I've ever played in my life. But uh-huh. when I, you know, that that novelty wore off quite fast, right? I do see graphics as a novelty these days. Like, is this game fun? That's all I care about. Now, on the flip side, you look at games like WWE 2K20 where they look like they're they've regressed back to 2001 on the Dreamcast like that's not acceptable so there is a line to cross <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I also like to play like indie games that look like they're retrofied like Binding of Isaac and all that so games can be good without the graphics but if you're playing a game where you're trying to portray someone you kind of want them to look like that person I mean Shouldn't that just go without saying these days, though? 
Like the ray, tra- I mean, the ray tracing's all a lighting level, and I just feel like games might get a, uh, or developers might get more caught up in making it look pretty rather than play well. True. I think Rome. What is it? What was that Xbox launch title? It was like Rome, son of something. Uh, that is a good example of a game that looks fantastic. It was. It's still one of the better looking games on the Xbox One, but the game itself is very repetitive. There's not much thought into it, etc. It, it, et it's it's a lot of those things. I've it, if this ray tracing becomes too much of a focus, especially at the beginning of a lifespan, it could hurt those launch titles. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe I'm just being too pessimistic. I'm the PlayStation fanboy. I should be saying, "Fuck, Horizon Zero Dawn Two is going to launch." It's going to be a best-selling. The console is going to going to pump out. They're going to release a new Gran Turismo, not the piece of shit that they released this gen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Um, Last of Us, Last of Us Two, uh, dual pack launch title for the PS Five. I can see that happening. Hmm. Who knows? Crash Bandicoot comes back. Yeah. That'll that'll show all the all the ray tracing <laughs> cartoon <laughs> game. So yeah, I'm excited for the PS5. I want to know more about it. The uh, the controller's very interesting. Joey, you bought an Xbox One this last gen. What are you leaning towards or not at all? I don't know. <clears throat> all I can think of is the PS4 is going to be cheaper, so I might buy one. You might finally get one. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Well, if it's backwards compatible, why bother? Because it's going to be way cheaper. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I suppose like maybe three or four months after the PS5's release, it'll drop another like hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, that's what history usually goes through. Okay. Any other things we want to talk about or shall we move on to the party games? Oh, party games? Yeah? Okay. Go ahead. All right. Thank you, Spyro. Good memories. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are, half an hour in already. We're talking about our theme. This is going to be a fun little short cast. Very happy. Cool. I just got off recording... Or splicing together a five and a five and a half hour wrestling cast. Oh jeez, it was a journey. Uh, how, how could you talk that long? So it wasn't all in one session. Every section was separate and basically with a different person. So each like event, we ended up talking like an hour. <laughs> oh jeez. So I put it all together. I'm like, huh, five and a half hours. Hope hope you guys enjoy traffic. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> so, Colin, this was your theme pick for this cast. We got four games to talk about. How did you come to decide this this uh, this theme and your uh, your two games? I don't know. Just just kind of came to me one day when we were chatting on Messenger. Hmm. A vision, if you will. More or less, inspiration. I guess suddenly Fusion Frenzy came to mind, and then I thought, have we done party games? <laughs> and then I asked you guys, we hadn't, and then 
I was like, okay, let's do that then. This was the easiest theme we've ever played to date. Yeah, easy aside from finding people to play with. <laughs> well, luckily I was able to do that. Excuse me while I cry point. in a corner. Yeah. I played alone, thank you very much. <laughs> Well, if only the Nintendo 64 had online capabilities back then. (laughs) (laughs) You can get Fusion Fresny on the Xbox One and play with friends online. Who bought an Xbox One? Joey. Me. (laughs) We'll We'll go into our first game then there, Colin. All right. Since I mentioned Fusion Frenzy first, let's talk Fusion Frenzy. Aye, sir. It was developed by Blitz Games and published by Microsoft Game Studios. Released in North America on November 21st, 2001 as a launch title for the Xbox. And in the EU on March 14th, 2002. Now, do not play on medium difficulty against the computer for your first time. I could not win a single free-for-all game. The only games I could win was when I was on a team. Now, since when it comes to party games, there's really not much to say. I, I, try, to, I try to judge them based on three particular factors, which is how much variety is there to the mini-games, mm-hmm. how much fun they are, mm-hmm. both playing single-player and multiplayer, and how much replay value they have overall now as far as variety of mini games in this game it has a fair amount it's not it's not quite up there by something like mario party but there's there's still enough enough there but yeah there's a lot of these games feel kind of samey it's like quite a few of them are just repeats of other games with a few tweaks like, for instance, in one game, you have to smash bugs with guitars to get points. <laughs> and in another game, it's the same thing, but at the same time, you're trying to keep a giant hamburger designated to you from getting eaten by the bugs. Now, I, I, do, look, I do like the futuristic city setting of the game. It's, it's pretty to look at. It's a, it reminded me a lot of Fantavision, which we talked about on a previous cast. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, hello, kitty cat. He's been he's been absolutely mental today. Oh boy. Oh, come here. Uh, this kind of reminded me of what they were they were going for Tron type stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was even a Tron mini game in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I got got to that one. Well, that's the thing. The my major issue with this is this idea of zones. Where you just oh, yeah. go to a zone and then you start playing kind of repeat mini games over and over again. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got too. Yeah, there's no, there's no map, there's no route. Uh, you, you, you have very limited interaction transitioning between the zones. Um, what is there like four? I think there's four zones. No, uh, six. Six, six zones. And let's see, one is uh, like 
ball it's like rollerball games so you get you know american gladiators then you get um like punch not punch out uh shit uh it's like bomb squad you just try to punch people off a platform there's a lot of that and oh, yeah. when you start playing more of these mini games in these zones you realize that the zone has essentially the same mini game just with a tweak to it so i felt i felt like it was getting quite repetitive very quickly not saying the games themselves were bad i just got really really tired of it and I- Definitely my most hated aspect of this game was was the viewpoint when all these games. It was really low. You couldn't see the whole field. And it was isometric almost from a bottom perspective. Oh, yeah. Anybody else have a problem with this with this view of the boards? Eh, there were points where I had. Really, I mean, <clears throat> it was just there. I didn't really have any issues with it. I want to say it's the best, but... It wasn't really. I didn't. I didn't find too many issues with it. Okay. Just me yeah. then. Yeah. Sometimes it could be hard to tell who was where on the board, but aside from that, I didn't have too big of a problem. Yeah, I would have vastly yeah, preferred that, a sky a sky view. I would expect it that in this type of game, it just seems like this is part of the course for this kind of a party game. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So you you accumulate, not points, they're orbs, I guess. And you accumulate these orbs by winning the the mini games. Yeah. And what I, so I'm playing I'm playing this. I'm almost in first place on on the uh, on the board, and then we transition to a zone and it resets. And I went, fuck, why? <laughs> Uh, so irritated. Why does it do that? Can someone explain that to me? It doesn't like you. Okay, that's. Fine. <laughs> I mean, this I I don't really see this game kind of like a game to win. I see this more of a game. You have a bunch of people, and you just are able to hot switch people out and just keep playing and have a good time with more than four people. So it's more of a good laugh to have while you're drinking. I mean, it reminds me of college. So you just have a bunch of people over, you play a bunch of mini games, and someone wants out, someone switches in, you just keep playing, who cares? I suppose that's a very positive way to look at it. But if there's no end goal, then what's the point? Drink? Yeah, drink and just laugh at other people <laughs> for doing stupid things. All right, yeah, let's make your own fun, I guess. Well, I want the game to make me make me have fun. I don't want to <laughs> have fun with the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody? Anybody else got something to say over Fusion Frenzy Xbox release title? Yeah, not particularly. I give it a I give it a soft pass. So this, <clears throat> go on. Do I it. think it was that bad. It was one of the better ones of the four to play by myself. So I think that's weighing a little more into it. It wasn't as bad as some of the trivia games we played, but mm. it was. It wasn't. I didn't hate myself for playing it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I just got bored real fast with it, and I didn't like the view. Uh, the game goes for about six six bucks, so I think that's I think that's a good price for it. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's it's cheap. It's a cheap one, so yeah, I can I can go with a soft pass, but barely, just because you guys. 
Let's let us move on to Colin's second pick. Probably a couple people have heard of this. <laughs> yeah, it's Mario Party for the N64. Developed by Hudson Soft and published by Nintendo. It was released in Japan December 1998 and in the U.S. February 1999. Did Hudson Soft always make Mario Party games? I don't know. I'm going to look this up as you talk about it. Um, They ceased to exist in 2012, so if there's been Mario Party since, I don't think so. Yes, there are more. uh, Hudson Soft was bought by, I think, Konami. Ah, yeah. Well, this game is evidently, to this day, still super popular. All the retro game stores I, I talked to None of them had it. At least they they could never keep it in stock for very long. Mario Party 9 was the first first Mario Party game to not be developed by Hudson Soft. And that was 2012. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. We learned something today. And maybe that's why the Mario Party games haven't been all that great since... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, haven't they pretty much been the same thing? Uh, Just they've slightly been different worse. Games. <laughs> I guess the Switch one wasn't so bad, but very limited. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to really look at a lot of gameplay footage of this one compared to the other ones. Cause ah, I... well, you could have gone to the Red Leaf Retrocast YouTube page and watched my buddy um, uh, Alex and I have fun playing the very first Mario Party. Yeah, I have had a a lot on my plate these past couple of weeks. His work has been merciless. Join the club. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a lot of fun with the original Mario Party. A lot of fun. Yeah, when, when I played it as a kid, I did too. It was super fun. Joey, how did you have did you have fun playing this alone? No, it it, it was it got more annoying with all the <laughs> like the transition screens and it just felt very slow when it's by yourself. Instead of just being talking with people and having fun, it just it got a little annoying. I'm not gonna lie. How come you didn't get Megan to play with you? This is perfect. You live with somebody. <laughs> she's been busy. Too busy to play with her husband? Yeah, she's getting ready to go to Toronto for uh, a work trip on Wednesday, so she's been working late a lot and all that fun stuff. So well, she's coming to my neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, Colin lives yeah. outside Toronto. She's going to be up there for Wednesday to Saturday this next week. Hmm. Oh, cool. Is she going to go to a Leafs game? She should go to a Leafs game. No, I think she wants to go to Niagara Falls. Are the Leafs even but... playing right now? <laughs> yeah, hockey season started, buddy. Uh, yeah, shows how much players... I pay attention. Flyers have two wins and one overtime loss. Colin, you should be ashamed of yourself. How do the two Americans know more about hockey than the Canadian? This is unacceptable. I live in Houston, okay? We don't have ice. We don't have hockey. (laughs) It doesn't exist. Well, Niagara Falls is, uh, I mean, it's like an hour hour away. Yeah, she just wants to travel because she wants to see the Canadian side of it. Yeah, well, the Canadian side is way better. 
Yeah, yeah that's what we hear. Yeah. <laughs> Been there a number of times. I haven't even seen the American side. You don't need to. <laughs> it's... You know what? <laughs> Let's stop talking about Niagara Falls and talk more about Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> and comes back to my point. It can be boring. Uh... <laughs> So this is about collecting coins. Yep. Yeah, you just uh, you hit a hit a dice at the beginning of your turn. You go a certain number of spaces as a result, and then depending on what kind of square you land on, you could get three coins, or you could lose all your coins, or you could even get a star. And then after everybody's done a turn, play a mini game, and there's. A huge variety of them. And I can't remember any particular ones off the top of my head. I know there's some involving like ship signals and some involving fishing. And others involving knocking knocking the other players off of a platform. That that one's my, definitely my favorite. Ironically, it's also in Fusion Frenzy in <laughs> American Gladiators mode. Um, but yeah, collecting the coins uh, and knocking them off. Everything involves coins. Uh, what the, my only gripe, gripe, excuse me, is whenever you have some of these boards, mini games that you got to play, the coins are seemingly randomly spit out of things. You just have to get lucky that oh, there's three here. Ah, oh, there's five over here. It, it does create a sense of making you frantic about it all. And um, me with a couple friends playing, we're just like, we're slapping the controller out of each other's hands at points. <laughs> uh, one friend actually unplugged from the N64, <laughs> unplugged the controller. Old school tactic, I must, I must admit. I was like, stop guys, my controller's not working. You son of a bitch. So at least Mario Party, in, in that aspect of competitiveness, uh, brought out the worst in us. So there is that. To to say, I uh, didn't get that. Get, didn't get that with Fusion Frenzy. We were just all irritated that our points weren't being accumulated. So we're like, "What's the point if none of us win?" <laughs> so how was it playing alone, Joey? Besides, uh, what's the word? Procrastinating. Well, I think this game's as fun as the people you play it with, and I guess I'm not that fun because it wasn't that much fun. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, I don't, it just, there's more waiting around with all the CPUs and the mini games just don't feel fun when you're beating the computers, you're just beating the person next to you, so I did not enjoy playing it by myself. Oh, that's a bummer. That's the thing, if you play these mini, if you play these party games by yourself, it has to be a fucking good goddamn game, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, just, just to, um make a great example of that. Do you remember on the 3DS when Mario Party's, like, greatest hits came out? It was, like, a hundred of its best minigames all in one. Oh, yeah? Hmm. So, it's a cool concept, but it was on the 3DS where you'd have to find another player with the 3DS of the same game to play against each other. And they wonder why it didn't sell very well. Wouldn't it be possible to like go on the internet and do that? Because I know the, I know Smash Bros on 3DS could do that. Hmm. Yeah, but a person still needs another game. 
right? He still needs the same game. I suppose you can... I didn't really look into it if you could play online with random people. But the game didn't sell well regardless, because you just... I, I don't know. There's something about Mario Party where it should be friends on a couch. Yeah, yeah. Preferably I can, I can drinking beer and getting angry. Yeah, I can totally yeah, see that. That's the only way to play it. I mean... When you were still in Toronto, we we played some Mario Party on the Wii. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. Friend. Don't even get me started. This this game screws you over more times than more times you could shake a stick at. Say an old phrase. <laughs> but that's great. Yeah, but like, the... it, it it holds up in the party aspect of it all, assuming you have friends. The Wii introduced the the best game though, the one where you had to shake the controller in a very inappropriate manner. Who says it's inappropriate, Joey? It's very appropriate. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to shake it and make something explode. It is completely yeah. And the N64, when you think about it, really, really started the precedent with that. You know, you got the uh, the stick in the middle, and you have to move it really fast, preferably in a circle. Oh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, oh, wiggle. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. So... Uh, did anyone get into the adventure mode at all? Well, like I no. said, I didn't have any time to spend on this one watching footage. Mm. So there's actually a thing called uh, Minigame Island. It's a single-player mode. Joey, oh, yeah? this would have been perfect for you. Did you even try? No. So this is what I played by myself. Not with friends. Uh, player navigates a world map, and you, in, and you have to win the minigames to progress along the board. And you have three lives. So, with each game that you win, you get, you get coins, because the first Mario Party is all about coins. And uh, when you collect 100, you get an extra life. If you lose the game, you lose a life. So, the combination of wanting to win the game and collect coins is actually quite fun. So even even back then, there was this single-player aspect to it all. Uh, so I actually had a lot of fun with the whole minigame island. It actually got it actually encouraged me to practice some of the minigames and try to understand um, how the mechanics worked of them better. Like, okay, the uh, this thing spits out coins in this particular fashion, so it'll go in a... You end up noticing patterns. It'll go like 3, 2, 1, 1, 2, 3, things like that. And um, the whole objective is to... Of course, reach the end goal and get towed. So, how about that? I had a lot of fun with Minigame Island. Yeah, I just remembered that this game, that this particular Mario Party had a slot car game. I remember how frustrating it was. Yeah, a lot of stop and stop and go. It's, uh, yeah, I, I think that was the one where my friend pulled the controller out. <laughs> now that I think about it, I think it was that one. Oh boy, yeah. I feel like if you're if you're doing like a drinking game of Mario Party, there should be like you you knock someone else's controller out of their hand, you gotta have a full bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pass the first Mario Party quite easily. I think it still it still holds up as one of the the better games, not the best, but one of the better ones. Hell yeah, easy pass. Eh, still give it a pass. Hey, we all pass. Awesome. Okay. So, this next one was Kevin's pick. So, Joey, why don't you take this one away? 
Which one do you want me to talk about? Uh, the South Park the... one. Ah, the South Park one. You know the last one was mine. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Uh, the South Park trivia game, which uh, came out in 1999. It has uh, a name, you know. Yeah, it's called South Park Chef's Love Shack. L-U-V Shack. Love Shack. Love Shack. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's it's a 2D game about South Park characters, which is trivia. Uh, it has some South Park trivia and a lot of random trivia. I That's hated the random games. trivia. It's the dumbest shit ever. I know. You would want it to be just all around South Park, but I mean, to be honest, it's... 1999 south park came out in 98 so there's not that much south park trivia at the time ah, so yeah. maybe it came out too early well i do not um, give a shit how old how when worcestershire sire sauce <laughs> was invented okay i saw that question like nine times oh boy well, of course you do because that makes zombies do not put that into the blood <laughs> will turn them into zombies. <laughs> then ask me the question what does worcestershire sire sauce do not when it was invented <laughs> nah 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 there's also one, I think, like, you want to take this when you have a UTI or whatever? Like, I don't care about taking cranberry juice. Like, stop it. I just want <laughs> South Park. And the mini games didn't really feel like they were, they were loosely based around South Park things, too. Like, the parachuting game, where they would parachute cheesy puffs that made you <laughs> able to blow your parachute further. I, I don't know. This thing just felt like they just slapped South Park on a game that already existed. Uh, I would agree. Although the Cartman uh, Beefcake minigame was kind of fun because he just kept getting fatter and fatter. <laughs> beefcake! <laughs> yeah. So I'm oh, going to be honest. I played this game on the Dreamcast of all things. Of course you did. Well, I mean, I assume everyone else played on, like, I don't know, Joey on the Windows, PC, Colin, you on, I guess, the PlayStation? I watched YouTube videos. You suck. <laughs> hey, I tried to find this one in retro stores as well, but it's it wasn't showing up anywhere either. Pirate a Windows copy. God wants damn it. it. <laughs> nobody I don't wants to use Windows. Game. I use a Mac. Oh, are you telling me you're... Oh, whatever. Whatever. You can get a pirated copy. See a man. Hey, the Dreamcast had the second highest uh, review when it came out at a 50.21%. Wow. <laughs> well. The 64 had a 50.88%. Hmm. And the, P the, play the PC and PlayStation were in the 40s. N nobody liked this game. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I see IGN gave the PS2, no, the PlayStation version, a 2 out of 10. Oh, no. <laughs> GamePro gave it a 3.5 stars on the 64. <laughs> well, clearly we know which one not to trust. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this game got shit reviews, and for good reason. <laughs> sure IGN gave it a 2.1 on the PS version. That's what I just, yeah, that's what I said. 2.1? Yeah. 5.5 on the PC, though, so I think I played the right version. Yeah, yeah it, for... I guess, functioned. Yeah. <laughs> 2.5. For the sake of the audience. One star. For the sake of this, the audience, this, this game plays kind of like Mario Party, except instead of, instead of, like, board game dice hitting you it's more like jeopardy and then you go to mini games and i hated it there's not yeah. not a whole lot of this mini game games. was terrible yeah was, i'd i'd say if you were gonna get the f the full experience you'd be playing it would take only like two or three times to play so there's not a whole lot of replay value 
So get this. I was not able to play this game with friends. So, as I found out, the game is only multiplayer. You, There's oh. no AI if you play by yourself. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just... It's just... <laughs> that sucks. It, it, I mean, it, it looked like it was cheaply made, so... They just well, do things. South together. Park looks like it's cheaply made, so. Yeah. Yeah, but they put a lot of work into South Park. It seems like they're just like, eh, just throw things together. Throw we'll South Park shit in it. Yeah. I mean, there's still some of this classic South Park humor, mainly from the voice yeah, acting. <clears throat> and, there is. And plus, bleeped out swear words are always funny to me. You even hear some from Kenny. <laughs> but yeah, this. This one is not very good. No, it's uh, it's unacceptable. I did not have fun with this. No, Gotta surprisingly, fail it. this wasn't the worst game that we played today. No, this is definitely the worst game we played today. Because the next one, so we all fail. Oh, I, I need to, okay, hold on. Mario Party goes for about 30 bucks, and then South Park's Chef's Love Shack goes for like five. So I think that's too much for it. <laughs> yeah, that's way too much. The N64 version is actually like 15, so... <laughs> and it, even if you get it for free, it's too much. <laughs> all right. So we all fail this one? Yep. Yep. All right. So the last one is my pick. Ah, oh, it's been a long time coming. Yes, the 3DO has come back. <laughs> this is Twisted the Game Show. And Kevin's the- not even here to see it. <laughs> Exclusive. I'm I'm 100% convinced he's ducked out of this podcast just to not talk about the 3DO. <laughs> Exclusive for the 3DO interactive multiplayer. The game was designed in the form of a fictional game show, not in our re- reality. The host is the, okay. A lot of goofy names. The host is Twink Fizzdazzle or Fizzdale. <laughs> Fizzdale. I'm sorry. And uh, you p- you pick between six contestants. And they all, they all are very unique. You have Warmington, a used car salesman. Madame Elaine, who's a fortune teller. Johnny Pow, which is an uh, obese American in 50s, uh, like, greaser type shit. Humble he Howard, he's a, he's a televangelist. <laughs> so even in, <laughs> yeah. even in the early, early to mid-90s, at least this game was filled with making fun of stereotypes. Uh, there's Major Steel, who's a... Uh, She's, a, I guess, a military buff chick. And then there's Uncle Fez, who's a... I guess they ran out of ideas. It's literally a Pez, di- Pez dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> I was a thousand percent the Pez dispenser. <laughs> of course you were. Of course I was. The game came out in July on July 27th, 1993. It goes for... Well, on eBay, it goes for $10. I got it for $1. <laughs> <laughs> and you pay too much for it. I paid one whole dollar for this. So the game has like one mode. It is get on the board and you roll a die, zero to six, and everything in this game is like a game show presentation and it repeats itself a lot. Yes. <laughs> uh, you get on the game board. Uh, yellow is a challenge square where you play a mini game. Uh, where you can, if you win the game, you roll again. There's the green space, uh, which is a bonus square where you just straight up roll again. Uh, there's the red where you just lose a turn because fuck you. 
And then hmm. there's a Wheel of Torture, which gets into a spinning wheel minigame where you just match three shapes in a row. You'll fail, it like, you'll fail it like the first one or two times, and then you'll get it every time after that. That's the purple space. Mm-hmm. So basically, you just wheel get into this... Wheel of Torture! Yeah, the Wheel of Torture. Uh, the game is a twisted helix, so like going up one of those twisty stairs, and there's 90 spaces. <laughs> the game yeah. takes forever to complete. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance to, to move zero spaces. There is a chance, yes. So, uh, this game is quite awful. <laughs> yeah. It is weird and quite terrible. The uh, The game show, uh, I, the humor got to me at first, and then it got old very fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty meta about itself. But there, there were some meta. bits that made me chuckle, <laughs> like the, the fake commercial about the invisible dog toys. <laughs> Dumb mutt, not included. Yeah. Every once in a while, the, the game will halt for a, a short little clip commercial. Uh, kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, many games are few and... Many games themselves are few and far between. Um, yeah. There's... there. It's a lot of image mini games did you guys notice that yeah yeah, yeah this reminded me of a uh, dvd game well it's funny you mentioned terrible. that the 3do is basically a dvd game system yeah <laughs> like everything's fmv full motion video mm-hmm. and that's why i hate it <laughs> <laughs> colin what did it. you think of twisted exactly yeah, we've pretty much said everything that I that I was thinking. I mean, sure, it's got some unique presentation, but it wears out it wears out its welcome pretty quickly. Mm. So there's a couple of the mini games, the image ones. I failed like the first time, and then again, just like kind of the wheel of torture, you end up just getting it after that. So the flip image puzzles try to match. The image, there's one where it's like match three faces together and kind of the slot machine thing. Uh, but they're all the same faces every time, just randomized. Mm-hmm. So so the second time you get to it, you go, okay, so that's what this guy looks like. That's what this guy looks like. So it loses its, that aspect of loses its novelty pretty quick. The There's a Zapper mini game where you have 12 uh, TV screens and you just have to select the commercial along yep. that hard to ship the first time. And then you just go, oh, okay, so this is how I, how I do it. And that's kind of the rhythm you get. Uh, the hardest one, which I never was able to get was the supermarket mini game where you're in a shopping cart. It plays a clip for like three seconds and you have to guess, or you have to notice what grocery items were not in that picture that three second clip the problem is that in the shopping cart there's like three giant food items that are taking up most of the screen Uh so it's like oh i have this big turkey leg a giant thing of broccoli that's like two feet big (laughs) and you go then it just shows a bunch of images of food and you go i don't know (laughs) yeah never got that one well, I think I think the shopping cart clip was just like the intro thing, and then when it shows you like a row of 
different food items in a fridge and then it cuts to a bunch of other food items and then you have to guess which one was in the the row in the fridge oh is that how it was apparently i mean i i, I had, had the same no idea. idea i had the same idea as you the first few times and then and then i was like oh okay it's like because the game in the youtube clip i saw it was uh it was played multiple times and each time the the clip of the grocery cart was the same so it didn't make sense oh, to i was me. always like looking pat trying to look past the shopping cart every time trying to notice okay that makes more sense yeah luckily i didn't have to play that game too often i played the tv screen zapper one a lot ah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this this game has zero replay value you only None. need to play it once I don't even think you need to play it once. <laughs> well, if you're looking to get the full experience, I mean, which can't imagine why you'd want to. So I looked up a review of this game. <clears throat> uh, the only one that reviewed this game at the time was uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Uh-huh. It gave it an 8 out of 10. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it... Quote, a hilarious game show with very funny contestants and excellent categories. Uh, you poor yes. bastards. You poor, oh, yeah. poor bastards. No current game has a wider range of speech or sound effects. Ay, ay, ay. Every tone, every, grasp, every gasp, every laugh is crystal clear. And every time someone opens their mouth, they say something funny. Eight out of ten. <laughs> wow. So at the time, it got good reviews, which is quite funny. This game has aged hardly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and funny enough, the, the reason why I picked this one is the creator of the 3DO, Trip Hopkins. Trip Hawkins. Yeah. This is his, he's on record saying this is his favorite game on the console. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I just had to do it. I had to do it. Can't imagine Wait, why Kevin is... gives you shit for <laughs> this all the time. <laughs> is this supposed to be the best game on this console and it's this bad? No. This is not the best one on the console. <laughs> I don't know. This is the guy's favorite, so... Uh... No, man. I mean, there's Road, there's Road Rash. There's um, The Horde. There's Alone, the two Alone in the Dark games, which I had a lot of fun with. Yeah, there's, there's plenty. Plenty to like. There's just games like this where you go, this is why the 3DO failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They tried to come out with a party game that isn't much of a party. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone get to the end before they pulled their hair out? I nope. I skipped to the end in the YouTube clip, and then it was just... It was pretty anticlimactic. Well, what was it, Colin? Because I didn't get to the end either. <laughs> the prize is you get to go back to reality. And then all it is is just... They're at the top of the staircase. You've won the game. You get to go back to what's on the other side of the screen. And then whoever the contestant is will just hop through a screen of static and then credits roll. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, needless to say, I fail this one. I fail it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard fail. Yeah. Uh, if you find it for 60 cents, you might have five minutes of fun with it. If 60 that's cents is worth you, your time. That's assuming you already have a 3DO. Everyone has a 3DO, Colin. Don't be silly. 
<laughs> I didn't even know it existed until this week. Joey, your jokes make me laugh a lot. You totally knew everything. <laughs> nope. But there's someone on a game FAQs that said uh, back in 2000 that it was his favorite party game of all time. See? See? People know what they're talking about. It was developed by Studio 3DO and published by Electronic Arts. So hooray! <laughs> EA was making excellent games way back in 93 as well. Oh, that boy. explains a lot. <laughs> Well, Joey, you may not know this, but Electronic Arts was exclusive to the 3DO at the time. Who let them out? The, the 3DO <laughs> when it failed. <laughs> God damn it. Why did you guys let that fail? We could have kept EA contained. Well, if it wasn't for the 3DO failing, we would have never had childhood amazing memories of playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I'm sure it would have came out under someone else. <laughs> the Need for Speed franchise? Don't forget Need for Speed yeah. High Stakes. Also fun game. Mm-hmm. Also fun. My personal All favorite right. Need for Speed. Wait, who but made anyway. Chef's Love Shack? Did we ever go over that? Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about it. Uh, Acclaim, oh, develop, oh, and publish yeah. it. Talking there about who made it. Oops. Yeah, we never mentioned Acclaim did that. Okay, so our four games were Fusion Frenzy on the Xbox, Mario Party on the Nintendo 64, South Park Chef's Love Shack, on the PlayStation 64 and Dreamcast, obviously play the Dreamcast version, and Twisted the Game Show on the 3DO. Dare I ask which one was our most favorite game? <laughs> I'll, I'll rank my most favorite to least favorite. <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay. From most to least, Mario Party, Fusion Frenzy, Chef's Love Shack, and Twisted. Mine's similar, except for Switch the Top 2. I had more fun with Fusion than mario but i mean overall no mario party is a better game just in <laughs> the week that i played fusion was more fun than mario party yeah fair enough mario party fusion frenzy twisted the game show and south park chef's love shack yeah that's right Shit, south park's worse than the 3do game i said it <laughs> you have bad taste in games <laughs> oh boy well i had i had fun nonetheless uh, I think I played each game maybe half an hour <laughs> for for this cast. <laughs> yeah, whatever I, did, whatever I didn't play, I just watched on. <laughs> I just watched at work when I had time. Uh, well, you didn't lose much time. This was uh, definitely the easiest cast we've ever done. I think it's the shortest one we've ever done recording. Yeah, uh, not even an hour and a half. Just under, just over an hour. Uh, our next cast is over soundtrack games, so games with licensed soundtracks. Uh-huh. So we'll have more games to uh, choose for that one. I'm going to choose those games right after this. All right. Uh, special guest Jay from the Modern Gaming cast. This was his suggestion, so he wants to be a part of this. Oh, is he still the guy in Australia? Yes. Oh, yeah. So he's gonna up, it's gonna be up pretty late slash early for it. I take it. He will be up very early. I think. Ah, cool. I think. I think. I think. I think. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. This was Red Leaf Retrocast episode fifty four. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Peace.